It's Backdoor Cut! Yeah! (laughs) Back for another week. No NBA this time. We've just been in the Olympics. FIBA ball. New rules. New everything. It's been lit. We're going to get into it. We're going to talk free agency. We're going to talk a little bit of the NBA draft. There's been a lot that's happened. As always, you're tuned into Backdoor Cut. My name is Josh Timoteo. Here with the man in the freshest hat in the room, Jake Eisenberg. If 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 there's video here, you'll see freshest backdoor cut hat. Could that be a sign of things to come? We are uh, we've made it, fellas. We got merch. <laughs> um, if you guys want some, check out the video. We got the backdoor cut logo on the hat. <laughs> we got heaps of hats. If you want some, so just so, let so me many, know. So many Beatty and I don't even have one yet. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're flying off the shelves. Yeah. Exclusive. I got I got boxes and boxes of hats in my <laughs> living room. Someone buy them, please. I sold my Doge, put it into hats. <laughs> to the moon. Uh, and that there you hear is the boomer's longest standing believer, Matt Beatty. Mate, it's it's gold medal vibes only if they were bronze. <laughs> similar yeah. colour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's similar, very similar. Yes. It's Maybe definitely next no time. silver. I no. I stand by I would rather if it's a, a, a sporting event in the Olympics. Not like swimming. I would prefer to win the bronze when you're going semis and finals and you play a bronze medal match. I would much rather win the bronze because you finish on a win. I've played in a rugby tournament where we won the bronze and it was awesome. We felt like we'd we'd won. (laughs) I'm going to agree with you here. Like, who wants to lose (laughs) to end the thing? Oh, yeah, I got silver. Great. I'd rather, you know, beat another team. Because we we dropped one in the semis and finish on a high, get this bronze medal, which is as we said, close in color to gold. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm with you. you. Had so many of the vibes. I mean, like the the level of vibes last night after that game. It was great. Were, I don't think they've ever been higher. You've got yeah. Andrew Gaze crying on TV. <laughs> if you haven't seen that that post game like soliloquy that he went on, it was glorious. Talking about the the old days, I didn't realize that his dad. Um, was such an OG as well. Like he started from he started playing basketball, and there was two hundred registered basketball players in the whole country. Like that's, Far out. that's man. We got to get Gazy on the show. We got to get Gazy on the show. He's he's awesome, bro. He's he's he, he, did you see? He's, he's definitely in his element now. I think he. Yeah. He's, he's better as an announcer. He's not a he's not a coach. This is <laughs> this is him fulfilling his best life as yeah. a, as an announcer on TV for for basketball in this country. Like yeah, he's a, he's a great sort of ambassador for the sport in that sense. And he's such a friendly guy. Do you see that video? Yeah. Like those guys saw him in the tunnels, and he's like, "What are you wearing, Gazy?" And it, they <laughs> went down to his shoes, and he's like these big W thirty dollar. Yeah. These are the Gazies. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, we got to get some gazies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah free gazies with every hat. <laughs> <laughs> so sick. He's such a true blue legend. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we're burying the lead here. Paddy Mills, Australian hero, 42 points, nine this really assists. Can't, it can't be understated enough. Like, the, this guy has put Australian basketball on his back. Like... We've had a lot of players in the NBA. We've had a number one overall pick. Two are number one overall picks, mind you. And, mm-hmm. like, we've never had success like this. He's he's beaten the USA two of the last three times, carried us to a bronze medal. Holy hell. He was the second best player on the court yesterday behind no. KD. Oh, right. I thought, yeah, I thought you meant in the, in the, in the game in against game, Slovenia. In our game, easily the man of the match. Oh, he, he ran 
Luca and Slovenia off the floor. Yeah. They they were kind of sticking with him early, but he he was at a hundred for the entire game. He was hitting he he looked like Kyrie Irving. He was pulling up in the mid range, hitting shots over people. Steph hitting deep threes. It was insane. And now uh, this is new to backdoor cut because it only happened the other day, but he signed a two-year deal in free agency with the Brooklyn Nets to play alongside James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, Blake Griffin, Joe Harris. Man's going to go wild. Dude, I said it in the chat last night. I think now I don't have to hate the Brooklyn Nets. I can actually... I can be a... My dad doesn't agree in, in the slightest. I'm like, does that mean we don't have to hate the Nets? <laughs> nope. I, just, yeah. I don't know, though. I think... Your, your dad's more Boston, isn't he? It's true. Yeah. It's true. So, Baby, yeah. you you got to be chuffed, to oh, say the least. Of course. It's, it's what... It's... You kind of follow the story of this crop of boomer guys that have been kind of there for a decade now and have had sort of multiple campaigns, different tournaments over a number of years and, and some of the names have, have come and gone. Like, you know, probably one guy that obviously wasn't there last night, Andrew Bogut's another one who, you mm. know, just as much a big part of that team for the last decade and, and has retired now. And you kind of also look at that, that that group of players last night and dudes like Exum and Josh Green and Matisse Tybal, you know, that's kind of the next generation. Josh Giddy as well who knows with Ben Simmons, but like it's <laughs> the whole point is that, you know, that, that sort of culture that they've kind of managed to instill those guys, Patty and Joe Ingles and Della Vadova, that, that it's, it, it really, they've somehow driven home that, you know, this is something that they all want to do. All those guys have bought in, you know, it, obviously the guys in the NBA are, are making big money on big contracts and but they still always sort of make time for, for representing Australia, whether it's a World Cup or an Olympics. So that sort of culture and, and buy-in is is, is, is key for, for, for this program having success in the future and, and certainly for, for them and what they were able to achieve last night. So it's, yeah, it's awesome. I mean, Paddy was unreal last night. I think he, he's probably really good case for, for player of the tournament. Mm, um, definitely. And, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's crazy just how much we kind of do rely on his offense. It's a little bit scary almost because it's just like, well, you know, what if Patty's not there? What, what does the team look like? But let's not think about that. Hopefully that's, <laughs> that's not, a, that's something that we don't have to, we don't have to cross that bridge for a while yet. But no. um, yeah, they were awesome last night. It was, it was a really good win. And, and hopefully that momentum can roll on to, to the next tournament and the next tournament and the next tournament. Does it, yeah, does it feel like a bit of a new dawn? A little, a little bit. A little like, bit. Because, yes, you had the old guys, but, yeah, Beatty just mentioned all the, the young guys that are, that are coming up as well. Um, Fieber Thibel. Fieber Thibel like, is the GOAT. Was incredible, the whole, the whole tournament. He was, and he, he was, was feeling same, it yesterday. Yeah. He, <laughs> he, we need Ben Simmons to be traded just so Thibel can start making free throws. I'm 100% get convinced that the reason he can't shoot free throws is, is Ben Simmons' fault. It's 100%. Like, Rub enough on him. He was knocking down threes all tournament. Like, name what he had to do. He was doing it everywhere, rebounding. Man, the the, the players on various teams that were shell-shocked that Bible was able to block some of the shots that he's able to block that he has no business able, being able to get to just continues to be hilarious to me. When he would have been... Out, uh, guys, and he's just... And not even fingertips to some of these balls. He gets like full full palm palms and wrists and elbows on contesting some of these threes. 
Um, it would have been uh, Olympics first team all defense with Drew Holiday oh, for yeah. sure. Without question. But like Paddy's Paddy's 32. The next Olympics is only three years away. Um, and we're seeing guys play at a high level later and later now. I, I have absolutely no doubt that Paddy will be there um, at the next Olympics when he's 35. Like obviously he's in the top 1% of dudes who takes care of himself yeah. um, and a fitness level. Like, I yeah. honestly could not believe the work rate that he put up Last night, he, he was going full tilt for the whole game. He looked like Steph Curry out there, and they could, they could not could not keep up with him. But, yeah, the next Olympics, Josh Green, I, th- I think, obviously didn't really have time to show um, much, but he hasn't really had a chance to show that in the NBA either. So, hopefully, in a few years, he's good to go. I mean... This would have been huge for him, though. Like, yeah. most games as well, especially, he was allowed to get on the court, at least for the last few minutes of the game. Yeah, I thought he uh, like, showed a couple of nice things here and there, but it's, it's hard when you're, you're coming in garbage time. Of course, of course. You only got a couple of minutes. But that uh, invaluable experience. Like, mm-hmm. it would have been great if Giddy yeah. could have been there, um, fresh draftee to the oh. Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah. Potentially oh, yeah. our most skilled guy. He's not even mm-hmm. really in the team yet. He's too young, but bright future. Yep. Um, and not to mention all the NBL guys. They played so well. Mm-hmm. There was a Newly of- NBA signed contract, Chuck Landale. Oh was yeah, excellent. T- picking up um, the the Spurs Australian basketball player Mantle. Yeah, yeah. I think there was a one day drop off. I know. <laughs> Patty leaving and Chuck signing. Hilarious. Um, um, but he's going to be huge yeah. for Pop. Pop got a great look at him all tournament. Yeah, played against him. Um, <clears throat> Joe, I think we were a little bit underwhelmed with Joe going into the this game, but. He was clutch down the stretch. Three threes in the fourth quarter. Yeah, he missed he, one, and then it was three in a row after that. I'm pretty sure he picked Just, the right time to turn it on. Beatty yeah. was—he had his eyes on this whole tournament. I, I yeah, Joe. Joe's a different beat. I don't know. I I, I kind of wish we could capture Jazz Joe and put him mm. on on the boomers because I think he he withdraws a little bit and plays more of a playmaking role for the boomers. And sometimes he just need his offense. And I mean. Mm. Last night it didn't matter because Paddy dropped forty two and it was off his face. But like Joe, I mean, yeah, Joe came up with some big shots. If anything, Joe just impacted the game in another way. Like he pulled out some massive rebounds down the yeah. stretch. Like I, I think that sort of stuff. That's what he's going to do. And I also kind of am optimistic about him as well. And and future tournaments. Like yeah, he's on the wrong side of thirty, but at the same time, his game doesn't. It's not like he's an athlete that's jumping out of the gym in the <laughs> he's first not place. On anyone. No, of course not. So as long as he's um still sort of fit and healthy and, and playing good basketball, then he will be in this squad. I think the other, the one that probably doesn't, that is a little bit of a worry going forward is Della Dover. Oh, he's done. He had a, <laughs> he had a, he had a rough tournament and yeah. it culminated in, in him not really seeing the floor in, in that game last night in the bronze, bronze medal game. So he's, he's, he signed that deal with Melbourne United in the NBL with a clause that he had an NBA out. And I, I don't necessarily think that that's going to matter because he, I don't think there will be any interest from an NBA yeah. team. No. Um, and I don't know, like, I, I I think with the young guys coming through, he's probably the one that would be the one that may be missing out before anyone else. I mean, Aaron Baines is the other one that he, oh. he had a bad injury in Did this tournament. Did you see that? I he's, still, well, he's still in hospital. Yeah, he's in hospital and oh, he's yeah. got really bad nerve damage. The Raptors haven't picked him up for next season, which is understandable. It was a, a, a disappointing year for him in Toronto. And, and what happens now, I don't know. And whether he, how much time he misses, that's, that's yeah. going to be rough. But yeah, it's it's he, it's not good. He he was. He, I thought he looked pretty good um, 
early with the boomers until he went out yeah. with injury. I, I yeah. think that there was definitely a, a minimum NBA contract out there for him. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. if, yeah, if he can so. get back healthy, a yeah, big fella like Aaron Baines that can shoot threes and rebound but, the ball, well, like he'll yeah, find he the is, team. Exactly. Just like all of and it speaks to the, the international game. It's like most players can kind of do a little bit of everything. And Baines, he can pass. He can. He's a good free throw shooter. Just like all, all the little things that add up to like a, a playable NBA player when you're going to be that big. Um, but yeah, that because uh, it happened off the court, right? Like it happened yeah. in the in the bathroom. For, yeah, I think so. Shit. That's what I read. Yeah, that is so, um, sounds incredibly unlucky. Yeah, uh, yeah, big Bainesy. So, um, but as much as I love chat now boomers, because holy the hell, the they side. were awesome. Yeah. Um, Maybe we should touch on some of the other teams, some of the differences we noticed between FIBA ball and mm. NBA and how awesome they are. Yeah. Um, what about I, well, um, We Luca. can talk about Luca. That's probably a good place Obviously. to start. Yeah. Uh, Winger boy. Oh, my God. Before oh, we I'm... even get into it, I, don't, I did not like seeing him mouth off to Patty and Tybal when the whistle blew at the end. Like I'm so just... off Luca. Go over there. Go enjoy your loss in private. Don't bring our mood down. He is such a sore loser, man. When things are going his way, he's loving life. He's smiling. Mm. He's talking with the fans. And, you know, that's fine. You can be a sore loser. It doesn't make you a worse basketball player. But the rest of the entire tournament, even Draymond Green was able to not complain to the refs. Mm. And Luca. Just looks like he's having the worst time. Just moping, <laughs> dawdling up and down the court when things aren't going his way. Um, yeah, I, I was so happy to see them put a nail in in him and the rest of the Slovenians when they were getting chippy towards the end as well. Mm. Uh, Paddy just obvi- iced it. Yeah, and Argentina as well. They got chippy when the Australians... Because I think, I think Australia plays pretty physical. They're big, they're tough. Um, they don't take shit. But... But on the other hand, Luca was incredible pretty much up until this last game and the fourth quarter of the quarterfinals or yeah, the, the semifinals. Sorry. It seemed like he almost burnt out in a way. Yeah, we had that little maybe injury thing. I don't know. Bit of a bit of a LeBron putting a putting a cast on, having a win, just reminiscent. But yeah, so I'm off Luca now going into next season. I'm um yeah. I, I think he had a phenomenal tournament. I think oh, he is course. by far and away one of the best players in the world. Uh, he single-handedly has lifted Slovenia from from what you know what in, what was Slovenia in basketball before Luka. I mean, it was Goran Dragic, but aside from that, like he he won a EuroBasket with them. I think they will be competitors in Europe for for yeah. the next decade plus. And and I mean, this was their first Olympic campaign, and they and they placed fourth. So all in all, it was a pretty successful campaign. Uh, you can absolutely start to look at Luca and, and make some of the observations about his fitness and, and you know whether or not he can make any improvements there to, to translate to, to him being better for, for the Mavs. But he can. Oh, absolutely. I think he can. It's um, I think he was asked to do a lot for this Slovenian team and, and that's probably going to be the case for his entire international career. So it's 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 sort of it's so crazy to watch him try and just do it all by himself and some of the shots that he was taking last night cool. were, were just and, and and you have to back him because yeah. at that point in the game this is probably the best shot that you're going to get so um 
super impressive in that in that respect. It, it's just more whether or not they can get some other players around him, I suppose. And and that goes for the Mavs as well in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then outside of Slovenia, how good were some of the teams that got um, knocked out before the semifinals? Yeah. But like Germany, Italy, Nigeria, they all put on some awesome. Argentina, I should say. Yeah. They all put Spain. on some Spain. I think Spain's the one for me. I mean, that's it, that potentially is the end of an era of that side. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the two Gasol brothers are retiring from international basketball. They have by far and away been the the second best team in in the world outside of the US for the last you know 15 years or so I mean I think Powell's first Olympics was 04 so that just this is this was his fifth campaign so it's and I think that was the same for Scola so yep. on Argentina so like that's these are two dudes who are now in their 40s still doing it and and it, it's both of those guys just their contributions to basketball is pff, crazy so yeah for Spain in particular they they put up a good fight against the States in, in the quarters mm-hmm. and then obviously US got it done. But it's it'll be interesting there, that sort of transition period now with the Gasols are sort of moving out and, and what happens with Spain because, yeah, I think for the last period of time or so, they've been the next best team and it's just, well, what, who's, the, who's going to replace them now? I think France is probably the one, right, mm-hmm. where that's why they were in the silver medal match and, and or they won the silver medal. So it's, um yeah... It's interesting that landscape and, and mm. what's happening in FIBA there. France was, was cool as well. Yeah. Like that, that, they got a. I would say their their team probably mirrors ours the most in terms of like experience and coming up. Yeah, now. the thing that I like about France as well that we probably just don't have as much is is that obviously the, the, some of their athletes are just mm. they can compete with NBA athletes and and when it if it, if it does turn into a track meet you can kind of get up and down the floor. But then they also obviously have that European fundamental and they, they play basketball in that way. And, and that's something that I think the US have, have certainly in this tournament struggled with a little bit. And it's probably not so much struggle because I think when they've got the talent that they've got, you probably don't want to be bogged down so much in, in as much structure and, and running stuff. You mm-hmm. just give it to KD and, and let him do well, what he needs to do. <laughs> funny you mentioned that because yeah. someone brought up with, I, it was a reporter at the Olympics, brought up with Dame Lillard. Um, Lucas said that scoring in the NBA is easier. What do you have to say about that? And he's like, 100% agree. In FIBA, you got no defensive three in the key, so you've got this monster center just under the rim sitting there waiting for me to drive. There's different rules for three-point fouls. There's different rules for shooting fouls. It's like it's it's hard. You can't just I can't just pick my spots, do my thing, and you know bump in a quick extra one. Like you got to you got to play the game, which to me made KD's performances all the more impressive because he doesn't play FIBA ball he's an NBA player and he came in and he just dominated this too you Mm -hmm. you can tell you could put him in any situation and he'd be the best guy there oh yeah for me it's just KD's a basketball savant like he's a genius (laughs) like like to have his skill set at his size is 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 the thing I think the thing with Dame is like obviously Dame had a I I would say Dame had a disappointing tournament yeah Mm -hmm. and I just don't not that I anything to sort of bigger picture reflection on him, but I, I just think that it's FIBA kind of the the rule set probably favors size again. Mm-hmm. But then if you have that skill, then that's oh, you're untouchable. But like it's probably trended the other way in the NBA where mm-hmm. you've got this plethora, well, not plethora, but certainly like I mean, Steph Curry has kind of changed mm-hmm. the game in the NBA, and, and it, it's not so much a size thing anymore. It's it's sort of more of the skill stuff, which has always been in FIBA, but then it's just more like getting the balance between the two yeah, yeah. size is 
is obviously important in, in the NBA as well, but like in FIBA, size and defense are yeah. maybe the the most important things. Especially when you can body up like they do yeah. on defense. See, like we said it early in the tournament, there was a million NBA fouls that weren't called. Like yeah. it's well, that's, different rules. Dame is a, a massive um, foul, foul hunter. hunter. Um, finesse, not doesn't play defense, and we saw that all tournament. Mm. And look, it's it's somewhat reflective of how the Blazers have performed in the playoffs as well. Like. Mm. Only you go, you only go so far as a super elite scorer is going to take you with I'll, not giving you rebounding and defense and toughness. I'll put it this way: if yes. if Giannis and Greece were in FIBA ball, I would feel like he'd 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 be pretty good. <laughs> he'd, he'd defend well. He'd, he'd I think he'd be, be pretty everywhere. good too. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, USA. Look, I think Beatty was right early on. It was like they they struggled, but he was like, they're going to get it together. Um, I just don't think it's realistic to think that anyone's ever really going to win gold unless they send a like a legitimate unless they don't bring one of LeBron, Steph, or KD. Like if one of like the, the if they don't have any of those like top three to five guys there, then the rest of the countries have a chance. But if there's a LeBron, a KD, a Steph, I just don't know. I I really thought the Boomers could have won gold in this tournament. I, I thought they were. <sighs> They, they fell short in the semi and, and they had a bad third quarter and by extension a bad fourth. They, they had a bad second half and that that's what killed them. I, I think that the problem is that you just you need to play 40 minutes. You need to play, you need to be on for 40 minutes and you need to tactically be able to, to make that adjustment straight away if you need to make that adjustment. I think they got caught out in that third quarter because they didn't make any change. Gorgian needed to, to make some subs and he didn't time out and, and try and do that. And then all of a sudden, KD got hot and Booker got hot and Drew Holiday got hot and all these guys just started hitting threes. And it was just like, well, we don't have the offense to try and clap back at that. So it's sort of, I think the Boomers defensively are potentially the best team in, in, in FIBA, but we, you can't, we just can't keep up with that offense if, if they're going to catch fire. So it's, yeah, I know what you mean, Jake. And ultimately, like, no other country really. I mean, I, I, maybe Giannis is the the, the exception um, for for Greece if if they're in a tournament. But it's it's it is difficult without having sort of an athlete of that caliber. But uh, I don't know. Fuck man, Paddy dropped forty two last night. That's yeah. that's crazy. Like that's I I wouldn't have picked Paddy to do that. So yeah, he kind of has to, right? Like Durant had thirty, but if he if he needed to, he could have gone for. For forty and yeah. fifty, it's just, and but that's not really what KD does, right? Like he did it in the yeah, second he's... round of the playoffs because Kyrie and Harden were, were done. Yeah. He just he he's the perfect player for any situation because he he can play on the Warriors, he can play on OKC, he can play in the Nets, he can be one man show, fit in a system, whatever. Um, anything, anything, <laughs> and and but you know he didn't he didn't need to score fifty because he had Jason Tatum, the second leading scorer on, um, for for Team USA. Um, even who though, was also really good. Who, even though Tatum was playing against the other team and popped the entire tournament, he just refused to play Tatum for the, the whole tournament for some reason, despite being the second best player tied with Drew Holiday. Um, he was awesome, so I was happy to see Tatum be, be really good in the closing the gold medal match as well. Um, now ninth all-time on points per game, Jason Tatum in the Olympics. 
despite well, playing he, like fucking 18 minutes a game. He, 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 a he's more. a chance of cracking that, yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. He's got at least two Olympics to go if he oh, wants he, to yeah. play. The problem is yeah. KD's going to play two more probably. <laughs> well, looking forward, we've got the – it's a quick turnaround to the next Olympics tournament because it's only three years. We yeah. did this one a year late, um, which we mentioned before, Bogut retired. He wasn't part of this team. He almost mm. definitely would have been if it played last year. So I did feel for him in a way. He would have been – exploding on that analyst desk trying to hold himself together. <laughs> um, 100%. But, yeah, Olympics 2024, and we've got the FIBA World Cup in Philippines, Japan, and Thailand in 2023, which I will almost definitely be at if they, if oh, they let me. <laughs> sick, yeah. Um, um, yeah, I imagine international hoops. I'm keen. I, I can't yeah. wait now. Yeah, it's been been awesome. Um, all right, let's move into free agency because, uh, to be honest, a lot's happened. Um, <laughs> a lot, a lot, but not too much, I would say. I, I would argue a lot's happened. <laughs> <laughs> Depends what where you're looking at it from. But <laughs> for me, a lot's True. happened. True. Well, Joshy boy, maybe the for the first time in backdoor cut history, the Bulls are front page news. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. <laughs> oh, they they are certainly front page news. A lot of activity. Um, I'm not sure. Signings. Apparently, that I I read earlier this morning, they're um, they're getting looked into for tampering. Oh yeah, the Heat and the Bulls. Yeah, which I believe 100 Heat definitely tampered. Of course, the (laughs) the sign and trade was announced two days before free agency started. (laughs) It would be hilarious because they took. I mean, the Bogdan deal fell through, but I would be shocked if the deal fell through. But sounds like that. There could be some pretty serious penalties. I don't think the Heat have any draft picks because they've traded all of them. So I don't know how they they dock their draft picks, but um, I'd be pretty worried that they're going to lose a draft because I think the the Bucks lost a pick, didn't they? Uh, oh, I wouldn't know. I'd I have to look did, into that. Yeah, so I don't know. Like, just fucking either let them tamper or punish them. You can't have it both ways, NBA. It's so annoying. It just makes no sense. It's a hard um, one to police, though. To the NBA's credit, like. Who know, how are you gonna just as soon as as soon as a player gets knocked out, that's when you're allowed to talk to them. That should just be, and that that would make sense from a player's perspective as well, right? Like you're not going to be focused on free agency until you get knocked out and go from so. there. Like, yeah, that's probably I get... not a bad. So I never really thought of that, but yeah, yeah. I, I think that's that probably would help. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. otherwise... yeah, I guess like they've they've got these rules in to create parity because like obviously. LA and big markets have more of a draw to these guys, but like you know. oh, I don't think it's necessarily to create parity. It's it's just they have this system, and you can't talk to anyone until a certain date. But that yeah. it's unrealistic to expect that to actually happen because obviously yeah. in this day and age, yeah, it's just not it's just not going to work like that. So yeah. I got KD's burner. I'm talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh. I'm going to read out. I'm probably missing a couple of very very end of bench guys. I'll I'll try and help out. Well, let me. Let me. The, the, the Chicago Bulls haven't updated their website yet. They don't even know if they know who's on the team yet. Um, Lonzo right. Ball, which I was thrilled about. Yeah, that we'll, we'll, I was very very happy. You would have heard me weeks ago say he was my man. He's who I wanted to sign. I'm so very glad. I, I was doing jumping jacks. I couldn't believe our luck. Yeah, we'll, we'll get back to, to Lonzo. That was day this, one. <laughs> this, is, this is the starting five, I think. Lonzo, yeah. DeRozan, Levine, Pat Williams, Vooch. Yeah. Then on the bench you got Kobe White. Caruso, Tony Bradley, Javante Green, mm-hmm. Troy Brown Jr., Dotson, and yep. gone. Thad Young, Temple, Ty Sadaransky, and Lowry still 
blowing in the wind. Yeah, he's he's in limbo right now. Um, give us give us your thoughts on on how you're feeling, and then we can. All right. Well, look, jump going in. going into day two, Bulls signed Lonzo and Caruso, which I thought was awesome. I I really did love those moves, and then we would have had a lineup of what Lonzo, someone maybe Zach. Uh, Pat Williams, maybe Thad. Yeah, Gooch. that's what it would That's been. a strong team. That team can defend. It's got guys that can do a bit of everything. Like I liked it. I was hopeful. I thought, okay, maybe we might not win a title with this team, but we can definitely progress. We can make a playoffs. We can, and we still got flexibility to do something else later on. It was great. Then day two came, and I woke up to the news that we signed Demar Derozan to a three-year, ninety million dollar contract, <laughs> and. All my hope got pissed out the window. Not only did we sign him for three years, $90 million, we gave the Spurs, Thad Young, and a pick for the privilege. And it's just a backwards move. I don't get it. doesn't – from day one to day two, we've not improved. Like the our hopes aren't all of a sudden higher. We're going to win the league. If anything, we've just handcuffed ourselves to three years of mediocrity now. I've got huge uh, Rondo, Dwayne Wade – Jimmy Butler vibes. It's not going to work. It's a first round exit. Great. <laughs> That's my take. You know what? Initially, I liked the DeRozan move. Um, I'm lower on it now after reflecting um, all the defense have walked out the door. I think their offense is clearly going to be pretty good. I mean, it'll be pretty good. Like like, it would be better if DeRozan could shoot. Like he of can't. Do, he's a hell of a playmaker. I'll but I was gonna say, that. yeah, I think you put him on the ball. He's probably your primary guy. More it's gonna so, have like, to be him and Zach. Obviously, gonna share it, but like because he's not and gonna Lonzo. be before. Well, Lonzo's not a primary playmaker at all. He's a catch and shoot guy on offense in the half court. He's a transition playmaker for he's, sure. But he starts a lot of set. Well, he started a lot of sets for yeah, the the. That was a Pelicans, Pelicans. problem. That's yeah. a, that's <laughs> okay, that's, not, that's not that's not what and, and he can get there eventually, but that's that's not what he does. Right. Um, offensively, I think they're going to be good, but defensively, man, like Lonzo is a good defender. Mm-hmm. He's not a so, great. So is Pat Williams. Pat Williams, Pat Williams is a good, good good defender, but then like DeRozan, Levine, and Vooch. Vooch is a negative defender for that for that position. He's fine, but at Vooch, the most Vooch of, is. I would probably put him in the neutral range. He's not yeah. going to help, but he's not going to kill us. But like for your overall defense, your most important spot is the the five man, and he's average. Levine's average. He's gotten better, but he's still average. DeRozan's he's painfully ab- average. DeRozan's at best average as well. Yeah, and so. And- what worries me more so is that, like, that's just the starting five. Then you go into the bench and there's nothing. What's well, Caruso? Like, yeah, well, just Caruso. <laughs> Kobe yeah. White's injured, and like yeah. the rest Tony of the Bradley's guys. Tony Bradley's okay. Are, he's I okay. Mean, yeah, like I don't know. The, I'm yeah. skeptical. I think losing Tyson Thad Young, uh, and Temple, but Tyson Thad Young is like front court defenders is pretty painful yeah. for your defense. And I like off season's not over. Maybe there's another move that they're doing to bring some front court help because Lord knows we need it. Um, Lowry is on the move, I'm sure. So my all my hopes are in that they find something of value to swap for Lowry. Yeah. Um, Beatty, what do you reckon? I um, <laughs> I, I didn't like it at first. I, I after signing DeRozan, I. I I kind of like it more. I've kind of gone the other way. I, I don't necessarily think that they're going to be that good. 
they'll probably be a, a low seed at, at, at anything at, at best. But I I don't know. I, I think they're definitely they're trying to go all in now. They, they, I think there's probably a little bit of pre-agency concern about Levine and, and wanting to be seen to, to be taking it seriously and, and wanting to be seen to trying to be get, getting getting better. So that's I, – like I, I like the Lonzo thing. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Lonzo. I was a bit selfishly. I was a bit like, oh, I don't know if this is the best fit for him. I would have liked him to maybe be on a on a better team. I definitely, I think he's he's a transition guy. He's a full court guy, and if they can get out and run, well, he's going to look good. And then in the half court, yeah, he's, he's spot up three point shooting has been good. It's improved a lot. Like compare him to year one Lonzo, like it's it's crazy. Um, I yeah, I, I'm optimistic about their offense. I, I, I haven't really thought too much about the defense. I think, <laughs> I think you're probably right. They're probably. I don't think they were a good team last year defensively. I don't think they're going to be any better. They're probably going to be worse. They might be worse. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. Is worrying. Um, and I mean, the East is is kind of it's a bit of a logjam in that sort of position yeah. where they're at. And I don't necessarily think this has moved them up out of that tier into the next tier. I think they're still kind of there. But they should come back and they should be better. I will say, like, you, you bring up a good point. Offensively, there is a lot of weapons on this team. Like, DeRozan averaged, what, 24-7 and seven last year playing point guard for Spurs. Mm-hmm. Zach Levine can do whatever he wants. We all know that. Kobe White was showing heaps of signs of progress. He's injured, but he'll come back. Uh, Lonzo can shoot now. Paddy Williams is unbelievable on the transition. Vooch is Vooch. We have it's he's a literal all star. He's getting slept on a bit in all these talks, but um, like we we can we can put up points. That's not yeah. going to be a problem, I imagine. But when it comes, I can see us cruising to fifty wins, maybe 45, 50 wins. Fifty wins, you're out of your mind, mate. No, I don't think so. In the East, this team can get forty five, nah, fifty no, wins. No way. Forty five, maybe fifty. No, no nah. way. No fucking all right, way. Well, I'm pulling out getting in that 40. range. Okay. 40 to 50 for the sake of argument 40 to 50 gee whiz (laughs) anyway they're going to make the first round of the playoffs low seed and they're going to get smacked they're going to make it their team's way too good now the playing now the playing makes it really like like kind of I'm not worried about the Wizards I'm not worried about the Wizards Raptors Wizards yeah Wizards would have the best player in that series in that one game where Bradley Beal drops 50 points on the the traffic cone Chicago Bull defense. <laughs> I, I don't think the Bulls have gotten really that much better. I, it's as much as it's a lot of movement and, and them trying to do something. I don't think it's it's. I don't think it's which actually is, going which to is my point. That's exactly what I'm court. trying to say. Like we've maybe taken a half notch forward. This is this is a team that won. They went 31 and 41 last year. Obviously, it wasn't an 82 game season, so it's kind of hard to do that. That Which math. is 500, right? Like you're, And they traded like halfway through the season and players were injured. So I take that with a grain of salt. But Yeah, and Levine had COVID towards the end there as well and that fucked them over. But uh, All I'm saying is this, this DeRozan deal has really, really locked them into a spot because it's who in... Say it goes wrong, which I'm predicting it will. Who in the world is going to trade for $30 million DeMar DeRozan? No. We're I can't believe they that. gave up assets to get him. Yeah, unbelievable. What a ridiculous decision. I can't imagine the bidding war was that high. Yeah, who the fuck is paying <laughs> Martin Rosen? Rosen? Yeah. Um, anyway, anyway. I would be terrified of Zach Levine leaving. Yeah, well, like, if it I'd doesn't go well, they're, they're thinking, oh, look, we've just shown Zach, we've given him all this help. But, like, mate, you might have just put a 
big fat ceiling over where Zach can go with this team. So Dude, he might just up you know, and leave. You know, and his new best friend, uh, no, no, Jason Tatum. <laughs> his new best friend, Jason Tatum, with the Boston Celtics are clearing cap space for next season. That I would be so scared. Yeah, well, we'll see how that goes. But Especially in the meantime, once, it's what we're working with. Yeah. Well, I wish you luck. Thank um, you. The Bulls are at least interesting for me to watch now this year. That's um, good. <laughs> who knows if they're going to be good. Um, all right. Let's talk about a team that is definitely going to be good. Mm. The Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah, well, you know what? They're going to be great. But this is a funny one too because, like, if if we're talking purely in our heads, on court fit, on paper, this is a weird team. Oh, very weird team. <laughs> very weird team. Okay, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna run through the returning players for the Lakers. <laughs> okay, LeBron, Anthony Davis, Tyler Horton Tucker, Gasol. That's okay, it. that's it. They've added Westbrook, yeah, Melo, Dwight Howard, Trevor Ariza, Malik Monk, Wayne Ellington. Kendrick Nunn, Kent Bazemore. Now this is there is a so much James going, <laughs> so much going on here. Yes, yeah, this is a classic. This is a LeBron James this team. A couple of guys, minimums. <laughs> yeah. Well, I could not. But I was so pissed off um, that they signed all these guys to the minimum. I was like, like these guys will sign for the minimum if I they know. think they're going to win a ring. But like Kendrick Nunn and and Malik Monk are chasing rings and they're like under twenty five. Yeah, Just, like, you can do whatever you want, but like. It's interesting. I'm obviously the question mark here is Westbrook because he needs the ball. That's, that's, no, on, yeah. that's, that's not a not a secret. And so does AD, and so does LeBron. So and I think none of I them think, are yeah. elite shooters. No, the shooting is interesting, but they've added legit shooting yeah, now. They've got a lot of shooters. Ellie, Ellington. Um, I mean, I'm really monk's defense, but the Westbrook thing. I think for the regular season, I think the that's a max. Give me a massive help. Because yeah, like LeBron and still uh, Russell Westbrook. Yeah, um, I think the only I think this team's going to be good enough to make the finals, and then the Westbrook thing rears its ugly head, assuming health. That's um, a that's a cool prediction. Yeah, and then, I can get and, around. I can see that. Yeah, but this Lakers team, they're going to go as far as Anthony Davis's groins and hamstrings and ankles go. Yeah, I think. Um, I was trying to in my head like how how the hell is this actually going to work like because Westbrook wants to rip down all the rebounds and run. Yeah, it's funny. I think he will. I think Anthony yeah. Davis might. This might because he's been saying for years now. I'm not a center. I'm a power forward. I don't want to bang down low. I don't like that shit. Maybe this is him being like, okay, I'm parking my ass on the perimeter now, and Westbrook's going to play center and he's going to rip down <laughs> yeah. all the rebounds, and I'll be out there waiting for him when he. Races up the court, which in that case maybe might work. AD will take any excuse yeah. to not to not be <laughs> not be physical inside. I might get hurt. <laughs> Beatty, how are you feeling about your boy LeBron? Um, we're coming to the tail end here. He's a Nets fan now. He doesn't it's, like the Lakers. It's weird. I, I I don't know how to feel about his team. I <laughs> I, I I think yeah. Too. If if they if they stay healthy, I, I kind of agree with you, Jake, that they'll they'll be really good and. Yeah. It's just too much talent to 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 not be good. They'll work mm-hmm. it out. It's 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 just uh, my concern is just them not being healthy and I, I, AD in particular because he's the one that I, I think more than any any oh, year yeah. in LeBron's career this you need him to take up more of this load now. I, I don't think that LeBron 
is going to be able to do it for the course of a whole season like he's kind of been asked to for the last couple of seasons. Uh, I think the whole point of this AD trade was to try and make that transition and, and yeah. it hasn't been able to happen yet after three years of, of LeBron on the Lakers. So hopefully this is a year where we start to see it a bit more. It's just whether or not AD can stay healthy. I, I think Russ will do what he needs to do. I think this is what happens for, for guys that end up on LeBron's team. I think that he'll he'll just fit in. He'll find a way to, to make it work. It, it will be fun to watch. I think the thing that I like about Russ is that he still he's very much that transition, pull down the rebound and go. And I think that's something that LeBron typically, the teams that have LeBron don't play like that. So it's sort of, it's a, it's a good sort of, contrast gear change that you know if Russ can get some cheap easy points on transition it, it, it's less for LeBron to have to do in the half court yeah maybe um, it's like Russ is our transition point guard and LeBron is our half court point guard yeah well, I, I can just see I mean I've Russ ripping down a rebound and LeBron's just standing in one spot on the court doesn't even move because like <laughs> Russ just then runs down the court and, and that's a cheap two points and and the rest is just sitting there chilling out <laughs> yeah <laughs> playing some easy minutes and not really having to do too much. If, um, if, West, if Westbrook's function is taking the load off LeBron and helping them get regular season wins so that he is yeah. fresh for the playoffs, then that's worth bringing him in. Oh, yeah. If, yeah. if. But we know that Westbrook hasn't been the best at transitioning to supplementary roles. But the, the question there, though, is, right, like the, the the other sort of big teams that he's played on, right, it's OKC with KD, and I'd argue even back then that they were all still working it out. They were all young. Mm. They didn't win as a team together. They, they had to learn that. Well, KD had to learn that somewhere else. And and Russ yeah. hasn't had that opportunity yet. He hasn't done it himself. And and then that, that, that team... Uh, in Houston with James Harden, I mean, I, I think you can absolutely have question marks on, on James Harden as sort of a number one guy, as a leader. I mean, James Harden might very well win a championship this year with Brooklyn, but he's got mm-hmm. KD, who is the clear best player on that team. So it's, it's yeah. not as if he is the kind of guy. So, you know, in this situation, I still kind of think that everyone will ultimately defer to LeBron and he'll be the guy yeah. on this team. But um, maybe this is what... This is this is the best role for Westbrook to be that clear number two or clear number three and and have a, a pretty clearly defined role on that team and and that's all he's asked to do and, and it's just more if he doesn't take that license to do stuff that then LeBron would it would be a J.R. Smith moment like man just pass me the ball get out of the way like that's mm-hmm. that's there's gonna, yeah there's gonna be there's gonna be at minimum a handful of. Oh yeah, LeBron I'm sure there will be. Moments. But yeah. I think as much as much shit I've as I like to give um, LeBron, he's going to figure this out. You know, yeah. name the name the team. He's eventually figured it out. And especially, yeah, baby, you're right. At this point in their careers, LeBron is you don't get more established. Obviously, yeah. Like yeah. even when it was, you're right. KD and Westbrook, there was definitely an argument to be made. I don't think a wrong one, but it was Westbrook's team. It was more even yeah. Harden and Westbrook, still more Harden, but they were closer. This is LeBron. Yeah. This is LeBron. Westbrook's never won a ring. I, I, I think I think that LeBron can wrangle him in, and and I'm not too worried about the fit because LeBron can just fix everything because he's so incredible. Uh, but there will be moments in key regular season games, key playoffs, moments where Westbrook just takes a pull-up deep two and it goes off the backboard and they lose. 
Yeah, that's gonna happen. 100%. I'm here for it. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, it might not matter that. So yeah, we'll the shoot, the spacing will be like whenever you've got a lineup with with the three of those guys out there. Like, I mean, arguably, AD is the best shooter there. So yeah. the, you know that in that sense, yeah, you probably do want him further out, and then mm-hmm. like you're taking away his ability to rebound. Then mm-hmm. I, I think that's where defense, yeah. I think that's where Dwight Howard, strangely enough, is actually like I, I can see Dwight starting at center for yeah. this team. Like I, I think obviously two years ago now, he, he had a really good year for the Lakers. It was kind of a weird year for Philly and he's, he's found his way back to, to LA and, and hopefully he starts drinking from that LeBron juice again and, and it's all good vibes. But uh, yeah, it's the spacing will be interesting, but I, I, I agree. I think LeBron, they'll work it yeah. out. They'll be fine. Um, I think that the mellow angle is interesting too, right? Yeah. Like this is the banana boat team. Can they can they can they somehow win a championship together? That'd yeah. be that'd be cool. They've got shooting on the bench. Mello, Wayne Ellington, Nunn, and Monk can all shoot. I, mm. I love Mello's finally his acceptance of that role that he played yeah. for, for Portland for the last sort of season and a half or two years or whatever. And I, I think if that's all he's asked to do for this LA team and come off the bench and play fifteen minutes, twenty minutes and, and try and get some little half court offense going, that's that's awesome for him. He'll he'll be yeah. able to lap that up. Um okay. That's the Lakers, I reckon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be fascinating. Just, just, just observing how they're going to manage all this. But you know, as we said, talent probably is going to win out for the most part until uh, until later on. Bro, I reckon that's to, to tie it up with the with your Bulls, man. That's the team next next season. That's the Levine team, man. That's where that's, the Lakers. Yeah, I don't. I'm not even thinking about. It. I don't want to know. No, nah. I don't want to know. No. Nah. Austin, um, maybe. Okay. Well, how about we talk about the Warriors, who've mm-hmm. also had a very low-key, but in my opinion, very, very strong off-season. Um, they have rounded out the team. They are ready. If everyone's healthy, it's go time. The Warriors, are, they're going to be mounting a charge. Whether they're successful or not is another story, but they're going to be going for it. This team's built for it. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, year two of Italian legend Nico Mannion. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> Who it was great at the Olympics? It was awesome. Out. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah, yeah. balled out. So no, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I like the off season. Uh, they the fact that they were as good as they were last year with the guys that they had playing a lot of meaningful minutes um, and just upgrading the roster a little bit. Obviously, Clay coming back is the the main thing that makes this team go from where they were last year to being a legitimate contender in the West. Yep. I, I like their strategy of drafting two young guys because I, I it's it's a la um, Celtics with Hayward, Kyrie and uh, Horford with mm. Tatum and Brown, but um, with much more stability and um, like and and superstars that have been established and are faithful to yeah. the franchise. You know, Steph and Clay and Dre aren't going anywhere, and then you've got Kaminga moody and wiseman as like yeah. this little nucleus that can grow with them at the same time 100 wiseman's going to have so many open dunker spot looks this season it's stupid he, he's going to be if he can just play his role hopefully that rookie season where draymond was barking at him all all year has really cemented that if he can play his role he's going to be so useful for this team um, I saw Jonathan Kaminga's highlights from his first summer league game. Yep. He looks amazing. He looks great. So Moody as well. <laughs> Moody looks like a good pick. 
<laughs> Everybody knows summer league is a good indication of how good they're going to be <laughs> yeah. going into the season. But also, they just made like three really like solid moves. Otto Porter, Nemanja Bielica, and Iguodala is back. Yeah, all I on the minimum. Iguodala. <laughs> yeah, I can finally break out that Max Kellerman meme again. Iguodala. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, but dude, like, even if Iguodala didn't play, if he was just on the the coaching, if he was a Udonis Haslam, like he's just there, he's he's going to help this team. Like all these young guys, he can be like, I know this how this works. Back to front, we designed this. This is how you do it. It's it's like having another dream on there to coach these these young guys into what the Warriors do. I love it. I love it. And if he can play fifteen strong minutes of defense and moving the ball around, then all the better. Like I'm a huge fan of what they've done. I I don't think I'm as high on it as you two guys are. I like I, I love the Warriors, and I, I think that if Clay can come back and be anywhere near as good as what he was before the injuries, then they will be much improved. That's easily by far and away the biggest factor here. You know, Otto Porter's a good pickup, and Iguodala's a good pickup, whatever. But it's it's not going to change. I mean, Steph had to carry such a load last season for this team, and. I, I don't think too much will change in that regard. Obviously, Clay will, will hopefully pick some of that up, but it's easily you know, those two guys, right? And obviously, Draymond is, is is really good, but he doesn't impact the box score as much as, as those two guys, certainly in scoring. We're sleeping I, on Wiggins a bit as well. Cause Wiggins yeah, Wiggins is a good there. scorer, yeah, definitely. But I, I, I really do think that there's a trade in this team. And uh, as much as yeah. you talk about these young guys and, and whatnot, and, and certainly that Wiggins contract as well, I, I definitely think that... This is a team that is prime for a trade. Like the, you are still in the window with Steph and Clay, and if you can put someone else next to them, well, you're, well, you're absolutely there. The chat that I've been reading is that they're open to shipping Wiggins, one of these or two of these young guys, and a pick to Philly for. No, they're not. That's fucking Philly saying that they want to get all this <laughs> shit from the Warriors. And would no you do one... it? Would no, you do it you can't, ben put ben, you can't put Ben Simmons and Draymond Green on the same team. I think you could. I just don't think you can. Yeah, I, I don't think you can just yet. But uh, at the same time, I, I do really – I think they got to do something because I, I just don't yeah. think that this team is – I think they, they were in the play-in last year. They will be better with Clay and, and the, the couple of moves that they've made, but they're not going to be that be- that much better. Yeah. The, 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 okay. the West is so good that it, it's 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 they have to make a move if they they want to win. A I don't know, man. I, I I could see like providing Clay is Clay, and he's still rolling off screens and he's still playing team defense really good because he was when he scored that sixty point game or whatever it was off eleven touches. He wasn't dribbling. He was just spotting up, shooting the ball as long as yeah, he can they, still they, do that. The team back then was a lot better. And it's you, you it's much the same. On, it's not because there's no James there's Wiseman. No there's no move. Yeah, exactly. It's it's completely different. So, mm. I and I mean, like, I, I like Bielitsa and I like them, but they're not. Come on, these are not guys that are moving the needle for them to win a championship. I'm just I'm, not, I'm just thinking like the Warriors before KD. We'll call it. They obviously they found their their death lineup where it was kind of small ball and everyone switching around, and they had Harrison Barnes and they had all these guys. But the, the, like they can, if with Otto Porter, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green, um, I'm missing someone here. But with these wings, they they can switch Iguodala again. They they can not maybe not to the same degree, but they can definitely play a similar style. Steph has gotten no worse. If anything, he's gotten better. <laughs> like I I could see it. I 
I'm not sleeping on them. They they had one of the best defenses in the league last year. I think that that will be there again. The, sh- the, the shooting around Steph just was, wasn't good. And so you bring in yeah. Bielitsa and Otto Porter who are snipers. I think it makes a massive difference. But, but like, yeah. yeah the Clay, rookies, they brought in are, are good shooters as well. If Clay, if Clay is not Clay, then I don't think it matters. And I think we might not find out till like the second half of the season. I know KD just mm. did it, but I don't know if it's fair to hold to make that the standard. Yeah. They're different, Clay, they're different, they're different kind of ACL players as well. To, yeah, ACL he, he did a dual injury. Yeah. yeah. Clay, a Clay is a guy that that he has to move a lot to get his looks. Yeah. And, and that that's not KD just shoots over dudes. It's, it's yeah. It's yeah. It'll be it'll be one to watch for sure, especially on the defensive end as well, right? Like it's yes, yeah. K, even KD came back and his defense was he, yeah. He, KD got better and better. Like he came back and was awesome, but like the KD we're at now is it's hard when someone's so good to be like, are they better now than they were then? Because it's like this these incremental yeah, yeah. percentages, but um, he obviously got better um, as the year went on, and I think that will probably be happens with Clay. I don't, I don't think that they're clear-cut contender, but I put them in the Suns-Jazz category. You got to. You no, got to. I, I dude, I think both, like, I think the Jazz will come back and be really good in the regular season again. I, yeah. I, I think the Suns will probably, again, if they have good run with injury, they'll they'll be the same. I I think the Warriors, you, you, you're really asking Steph to just, I mean, yeah, again, Clay hopefully comes back and helps, but I I just, I think they're another piece away from, from really contending. Well, I think that they, in, in whether it's a massive trade like Beal or Simmons, or whatever, it doesn't. I don't think it needs to be something like that. But yeah, I, I don't think it does yeah. either. Yeah, yeah, so, it, something just to to make to you know consolidate because I think they've got good depth of like playable players, but maybe to just to upgrade. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe you can flip Wiggins plus Kaminga and like pick or I don't know whatever. Yeah, it is. it's it's a it's yeah. a Wiggins and Young fella. They're, that's the yeah. move. Something there. Yeah, I think that you're right, Beatty. And I think that that's definitely on the cards. Like, I think. Yeah, and it's this not is, done this yet. Is the, this is the push and pull between um, Steve Kerr wanting to draft Davion Mitchell, the, the four-year college guy, and then the, the general managers select the two young guys because they're looking to the future yeah. plus the present at the same time. And the coach is always thinking about the next win. But I, I'm, I'm just personally ex- super excited to watch the Warriors again because they were – top three most exciting team to watch last year for me. They're going to they're gonna smack my balls. Yeah, Clay is one of my favorite players, so yeah. as long as he can get back healthy, that's I'm keen for that. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, well, outside of all this, I think the only other thing I wanted to mention was big congratulations to Australia's next hope, Josh Giddy, getting drafted fifth overall six, by the six, Oakland Six, 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 six overall yeah. by the Oakland City yeah. Thunder. We're all Thunder um, fans now. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Poku, <laughs> SGA, Poku. I love those guys. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> um, anyway, fellas, there could be a whole bunch more moves by next time. If mm-hmm. not, there'll be summer league. Woo! Thanks tomorrow morning. <laughs> Romeo okay, until then, let's go. Uh, until then, you've been tuned into Backdoor Cut. As always, here with Jake Eisenberg and Matt Beatty. My name is Justin Mateo. Till next week. Peace. Peace.